Welcome to another edition of the High School Football Roundup Podcast on the Southwest Georgia Network at southwestgeorgianetwork.com and on Twitter at SWGA Network. I'm Walter Johnson and a lot of uh, things to talk about for this uh, week one of the high school football season here in Southwest Georgia. So lots to talk about. So and go ahead and get underway here. I'm going to start with the Hamp Smith Classic on the campus of Albany State University, the Albany State University Coliseum in uh, Albany, Georgia, and Lee County Trojans, the two-time defending GHSA Classic A state champions, faced the Darty Trojans in Albany, and that marked the debut of Johnny Gilbert as uh, Darty's new head coach, and. Darty jumped, I mean, made that Lee County jumped out to a 28 to nothing lead at halftime. And, uh, and, and Lee County just took the, that 28 to nothing lead after scoring a touchdown and making the extra point to make it 28 to nothing inside of eight minutes to go in the second quarter. So I think it was around 8.43 or so. Not even close to eight and a half, let alone eight minutes to go in the second quarter or first half when the when the thun, when lightning was detected uh, in around the Albany State Coliseum, and they uh and they were in a, and both teams were retreated to the locker room for the lightning delay, but within about an hour and change, and the decision was made to cancel the game. I mean, and that was after. A torrential downpour uh, and um, fell within Albany and Darty County. And final score once again: Lee County twenty-eight, Darty nothing. And it was at that point, uh, around that eight-minute mark, when uh, both uh, coaches of both teams, Dean Fabrizio at Lee County and uh, Johnny Gilbert at Darty, decided um, you know, they were better off. Uh, just canceling the game and declaring Lee County the winner. And quarterback Kyle Toole was seven uh, seven passing for one, 19 yards and one touchdown. And Darty was held only 32 yards of a total offense in that game. And that's according to the Georgia High School Football Daily. And, and in the game that the... Um, that uh, that was cut short before it even got halfway through the second quarter, and the uh, Lee County manages to pick up another wise, convincing victory. And uh, and the other two teams in the in the GHSA from the Albany area, Monroe and Westover, both picked up big wins last uh, week. And the Monroe Tornadoes traveled to Columbus, Georgia, to take on the Jordan Red Jackets. And it's spelled uh, J-O-R-D-A-N. And despite the spelling of J-O-R-D-A-N, it's pronounced Jordan, not Jordan. And that's the way the people in Columbus like to pronounce it. It's Jordan, not Jordan. But in any case, Monroe did manage to get the victory, 45-13. And the tornadoes start off one and zero on the season, and you know the jury's still out on uh, 
this uh, Monroe team in uh, in early going for uh, 2019, and uh, still got a tough schedule uh, ahead. And the Tornadoes uh, go to Dawson uh, this week on uh, August th- Friday, August 30th, to take on the Terrell County Green Waves and the. Uh, more on that team in a moment and after that. And uh, head coach Charles Truitt and company will head to Humil Stadium for the first time in all 2019 to take on the Westover Patriots. And then on the road for Friday the 13th, September 13th against the Perry Panthers. And Perry just barely made the playoffs out of Region 2-4A last year. And on Thursday night, September 19th, they faced Thomas County Central. Then take on Darty at Humil Stadium, and then host Brunswick next week. And Monroe started off two and zero last year, then lost four in a row, about three in a row, I should say, before narrowly escaping against Darty, twenty to fifteen, and then fell at Brunswick, and managed to go two and one in Region One Three uh, A, losing the. Regal season finale at Crisp County. And uh, thankfully, the Tornadoes will get Crisp at the Humil Stadium and uh, scheduled for Friday, October 18th. Weather permitting. And for those people, and I say that because for those people listening for the first time, and Hurricane Michael caused a a disruption in the the second half of a uh, last year's schedule, and uh, made made a huge landfall within uh, Southwest Georgia, caused a lot of damage, as well as a uh, disruption to all the schedules in the area. And but uh, Monroe will try to go to two and zero to face to. And when they go to Terrell County uh, this week, and the Westover Patriots, as I said, uh, will be the home opener for uh, for the Tornadoes and the Patriots. Speaking of which, beat Cook forty-seven to sixteen last week, and and the Patriots uh, won going away despite uh, falling behind early, nine to nothing. And a thirty-three, and a thirty-three point surge, and uh, run the second quarter, and uh, right through the end of the third quarter, right about midway through the third quarter, proved to be the difference for Westover. And this Patriot team, uh, just like Monroe, has a lot of unanswered questions despite a convincing win. And uh, just like Monroe. Just barely managed to make the playoffs, or them losing the first round the last two years, and Westover seems to be knocking on, be knocking on the door right at the fringe of uh, in the playoffs, only to fall short. And uh, Westover, fortunately, you know, gets a week off before uh, having to face Monroe. The Humil Stadium and Westover will be the designated home team 
and the quarter and quarterback uh, Cameron Hawkins had an impressive uh, debut to open uh, 2019, completing 16, completing 17 out of 16 passes for 389 yards. So big win for Westover, and the and the Patriots will get a well-deserved week off. And uh, and seeing elsewhere, and uh, and despite it being the being the scrimmage, the Deerfield Windsor Knights uh, pulled out the win over over the Miller County Pirates out of Colquitt, Georgia. It was a GHSA versus a GISA scrimmage, and it was the GISA team from here in Albany. The Deerfield Windsor Knights pulling out a 13-7 win. And, and in the Georgia Association of Parochial and Private Schools, better known as GAPS, you know, it used to be the Georgia Independent uh, Christian Athletic Association. And, and in, the, in the opening game of the season, it was the Short Christian Academy Eagles from just south of Albany, shutting out Fullington on the road, 38 to nothing. And that game took place in Pinehurst, Georgia. And Sherwood goes to 1-0 on the season. Other action from last week. And leading off with the Corky Cow Classic at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Justin Rogers had a successful debut as head coach as the Packers uh, outlasted North Gwinnett, 17-6. And Rogers, uh, for many of you that don't know, Replaced the fire rush probes at the end of last season. I mean, so actually earlier this year. And probes, uh, so uh, final game as head coach, was a heartbreaking upset loss to Milton in the Class 7A championship game. But, um, and then the following March, and uh, probes uh, was uh, fired amid allegations of uh, wrongdoing. And just like I said in uh, last week's uh, podcast, and, uh, and, uh, when, you know, not to, and not too much into that. Uh, what really happened there, and uh, some and leaving the outcome, uh, ultimate outcome of that investigation, and toward those of doing the investigating. But in any case, Colquitt County did defeat North Gwinnett by a score seventeen to six, and they go to one and zero on the season, and the defending. Uh, Class 5A state champion Bainbridge Bearcats uh, also uh, won 47-7 over Seminole County. So the Class 5A Bearcats getting an easy win over the Class Single A uh, squad from Donaldsonville, Georgia. And Bainbridge will take on the Cairo Syrup Makers next week down in Cairo, Georgia. And the Syrup Makers roll past Thomasville. 45 to 21, and the Serb Makers avenged a heartbreaking loss to the Bulldogs in Cairo last year, 15 to 14. And the Serb Makers got the big payback uh, and Thomasville's arch rival, the Thomas County Central Yellow Jackets Class 5A squad, defeated Early County 45 to 20. And the Jackets uh, win by 25 points over the Class uh, 2 way Bobcats out of Blakely, Georgia, around the Alabama border. Both uh, Bainbridge and Thomas County Central finished 5-5 five and five in, in regular season play. However, the Bearcats finished second in Region 1-5A at 3-1, and one, uh, route to winning the state championship, while um, 
Yeah, while well, Thomas Candy Central, despite the going five and one in non-region game, non-region play, went uh, winless in the most important portion of their schedule. Oh, and four in last place in Region One Five A. So the so while the Bearcats were uh, going on their remarkable run towards a state championship. The Yellow Jackets uh, find themselves uh, sitting at home and miss, missing the playoffs. And another uh, another head coach who had a successful debut was Nick Hayes at Turner County. In Turner County, a class single A squad out of Ashburn traveled to Sylvester and trounced the Worth County Rams out of Region 1-3A, or 1-AAA, final score 42-21, Turner County. And uh, and wins have been hard to come by for um, for the North County Rams of uh, late. Only one win all of last year. And they, uh, and they uh, start off uh, 2019 on a losing note. And one of the highest scoring games of the week in the state had uh, was between the class double A Brooks County Trojans out of Quitman, Georgia, and the class single A Mitchell County Eagles from Camilla. And despite the giving up 546 yards of total offense, Brooks County still managed to win 63 to 50. You know, lots of scoring in that game. And Mitchell County uh, score Mitchell County racks up 546 yards of total offense, but um, unfortunately they managed to give up. Uh, they managed to give up uh, 63 points in a season-opening loss in one of the top games in the state last week. Was between the two-time um, defending Class 5A state runners-up and the Warner Robins Demons from Middle Georgia against the Tiff County Blue Devils, who advanced to the quarterfinal round in Class 7A last year, and it was Warner Robins coming out victorious, 24 to 10, and the Demons uh, take down the Blue Devils by two touchdowns, and Pelham. A 32-6 winner over Macon County. And Pelham coming off its first semifinal appearance since uh, 1965. You know, this kind of like uh, ancient history. And lastly, you got Crisp Cat, the Crisp County Cougars getting a victory over America Sumter. And the Cougars from Cordial, Georgia, spoiled the debut of a new America Sumter head coach, Ross Couch. And it's just a rough, uh, rough start to the season for the Panthers, who are working on their third head coach in three years. And they go from um, being nine and three and a region champion. And the playoff team under 
Now, uh, Tift Area head coach Eric Salday to just 3-7 and seven in one season. And Larry Harold now in the, their 0-1 under Ross Couch. And I'm going to move right along. So uh, a lot of games. So a lot of games to uh, a lot of games of interest this week, and we start. Um, and we start uh, at Hugh Mill Stadium here in Albany, and the Darty Trojans will face uh, America Sumter. And last year it was a battle of first year head coaches up in Americas. With uh, now former Panthers head coach Larry Harold uh, taking on um, now former Darty head coach Damian Gary. He decided to return to, um, to the University of Georgia and take a assistant coach's job uh, up there. And America Sumter won last year's meeting. And uh, Darty uh, looking to, um, and both teams actually. Are just looking to uh, you know, get back on top, or or at least try to get their first win, you know, try to take the first step towards uh, uh, reaching the top, you know, uh, as in or trying to make the playoffs. And the Lee County Trojans, Lee County Trojans uh, at home. Taking on Life Christian out of Virginia, the Chester, Virginia, that's near Richmond. And for those people that aren't familiar with um, with that the uh, with that state, you know, Life Christian is a relatively new program, and then uh, and then didn't start playing football until last year. And the Monroe Tornadoes take on the Terrell County Green Waves. Up in Dawson in Terrell County, barely escaped with a 12-6 win over Chattahoochee County. And the season opener for both teams up in Casita, Georgia, spelled C-U-S-S-E-T-A. Casita So much of Chattahoochee County is, uh, much of the land that makes up Chattahoochee County is, uh, is, uh, covered by Fort Benning. And uh, anyone that's traveled from Albany to Columbus, especially for those Region 140 games, uh, probably, probably... Have a road through Casita along the way, and also another class Triple uh, A versus a class Single A matchup as the Worth County Rams looking for their first win of 2019, traveling up the road to Vienna, Georgia, to take on Dooley County in Dooley County, and uh, may finish seven and five, and uh, defeated Hancock Central in the first round, and uh, had their season end in the second round against Mount Zion of Carroll, and moving right along uh, with this week's previews. And the Cook Hornets will head up the road to face uh, Turner County in yet another Class A versus Class uh, 3A matchup. And got the Class uh, AAA Hornets from Adel. The Cook Hornets taking on Turner County, competing out of Region 2, 1A or 2, Single A. And uh, Cook will look for its first win under new head coach Jamie Rogers. And... Nick Hayes already has one win under his belt. And one of uh, multiple rivalry games you know, taking place all throughout southwest Georgia and south Georgia. And uh, one of those games is in Osceola. 
as Irving County takes on Fitzgerald. And the Purple Hurricanes uh, came out on top uh, last week, rolling past Bacon County, 46-3. That's Bacon with a B, B-A-C-O-N County. Bacon County, final score, 46-3 in favor of Fitzgerald, while Irwin County beat Berrien quite handily, 43-7. Also, the Deerfield Windsor Knights will travel to Perry, Georgia, to take on Westfield in a battle of long time, GISA foes. And uh, this is the regular season opener for the Knights in their first game against the GISA opponent. And another uh, historic South Georgia rivalry will take place in will take place in Tifton as the Tiff County Blue Devils will look for win number one on the season taking on the Velasco Wildcats. And as I mentioned earlier, Tiff County uh, fell to Class 5A Warner Robins, back-to-back runner-ups in Class 5A the last two years. Final score, Tiff County losing to Warner Robins 24-10. And and continuing continuing with the rivalry theme, the Bainbridge Bearcats, the defending Class 5A state champions, and the team that uh, beat Warner Robins for the 5A title last year will face the Cairo Sir Makers in a big, uh, that should be a big game. And uh, both teams uh, will be looking for win number two, but only one of them will still be undefeated uh, after this weekend's action. And also, you got Thomasville traveling to Thomas County Central. And the 0-1 Class AA Bulldogs taking on the 1-0 Class 5A Yellow Jackets at the Jackets Nest. And wrapping things up uh, for this week. In Gaps action, Sherwood Christian Academy will play host to Lafayette Christian. And GISA Westwood will head to Edison, Georgia to take on Patala Charter. And Terrell Academy will travel down to Chula, Georgia, within Tiff County to take on Tiff Area Academy. The Battle of uh, the TAs, if you will. Terrell Academy Eagles against the Tiff Area Academy Panthers. And on that note, that's going to wrap up Episode 2 at the High School Football Roundup Podcast on the Southwest Georgia Network. And uh, the Southwest Georgia Network is online at southwestgeorgianetwork.com. You can also follow on Twitter at SWJ Network. And you can also listen at anchor.fm slash SWJ Network. And wherever you get your podcast. And this is Walter Johnson for the High School Football Roundup Podcast. Thank you for listening and have a good week. May the best team win or may your favorite team win. So long, everybody.